0: A baby was born. Cool. And the nurse said to the family, wow, you have a really cute baby. And the dad was like, oh, shall you tell that to all the new parents? The nurse goes, no, I really only tell it to the to the babies that look good. And the, the dad was like, okay, so what do you say to the others then? And the nurse goes, well, then I say, the baby looks just like you.
1: Huh. Hmm. <laughs> that don't get it. no respect oh my goodness it's another in a long line of feminist jokes
0: Attention. bad jokes, dad jokes and puns that just don't work the doctor will see you now
1: All right, everybody. It's Evan DM's Joke Doctor. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I own a saxophone. Again? <laughs> Again. This is my second saxophone that I've acquired in the last month. And um, this one actually works. I, I wasn't sure if I was like just functionally doing something fundamentally wrong. But then I got a second saxophone uh, for free. Then I played it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> the other one is broken. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because I just couldn't actually get functional sounds out of it. Where did the saxophone um, come from? Hmm?
0: Where did this one come from?
1: Uh, one of mommy saxophone? Oh, daddy bassoon. <laughs> uh, so the first one I bought off of Facebook Marketplace from a guy in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. The second one, my uh, step-half-niece, G, she is a member of my family. And uh, I saw her when I was in Connecticut most recently. And she was she had an alto saxophone that the school that she went to, I don't know if it was her college or her high school, gave her a saxophone to like check it out over the weekend and see if you like it, and then they never asked for it back. (laughs) So she was like, do you want it? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'll take another saxophone. And that's a trombone over there. I have not figured out how to play it yet, but I also have not looked up how to play it. So this is a podcast where my co-host Sarah... That's me. Finds jokes somewhere on the internet or in a book or whatever and brings them to me, reads me the setup. I try to guess the punchline. You at home, you can also try and guess the punchline if you want. You don't get anything for it, but except for maybe pride and pride's worth and something. a prize. A pride. No, <laughs> that's a typo. See, the D and the Z are very close together, but they're not the same.
0: Oh, they look the same.
1: What prize would we give people, do you think, for getting jokes right? Like, how, how the, would we do that? The
0: privilege of continuing to listen to our podcast. <laughs>
1: You actually do have to pass Mm -hmm. the podcast. This is a pass-fail podcast, so it's not super difficult, but thank you for your participation. If you don't send in an email, you got to stop. EDJDPodcast (laughs) at gmail.com. We're going to
0: lose our listeners. No, literally
1: (laughs) just email us. I listen or something like anything within reason, anything.
0: You can tell me about your time at a fair.
1: Tell me me about the time you had an affair. Uh, With Young Gravy. Tell us your your young gravy stories, your affair stories, or your fair stories. That reminds me of one of my favorite jokes, which is like one of the uh, Lonely Hearts ads mm-hmm. um, that's a married Renaissance man mm-hmm. seeks same for affair.
0: Yeah, you had it on your, your board outside. I
1: did. The current one is I went to the Olympics for tomfoolery and I meddled, Yeah, which I have to change. What medal but... did you
0: get? Hmm? What medal? You gold, silver, bronze? Uh,
1: bronze. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we'll talk a little bit more about joke competitions in our central segment of the podcast, Comedy Reviews. Or is it news? It's one of the two.
0: Comedy renews.
1: Renews. Whoa. We got a license for con. I've got a license to- To
0: kill. Chuckle?
1: To, to, oh, to kill, but just in a comedic sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we talk about if the joke is good uh, or whatever. Let's do the first one. Or no, no emails.
0: I have I have two emails. Okay. first email is from our friend Miller. Hello. says, hi, Sarah and Evan. It's your old pal Miller. After listening to last week's episode, I was inspired to write some cloud jokes, and I came up with one that I'm very proud of.
1: Uh, yes, Miller told me about this, and I forgot about it till just now, so I'm glad I waited.
0: All right, the joke. What did the big old cumulonimbus say to the little cumulus humilius that was struggling to grow? You lack the strength of your convections.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: And then Miller has also included an explanation.
1: Okay, thank you. I get <laughs> With, I, I with think a graph. I, I, <laughs> I think I get it, though. So I'd love to hear the explanation and see the graph. I'm going to come over here and look at the graph.
0: Cumulus clouds are big, white, fluffy clouds that form as a result of convection, the process by which warm, moist air rises, cools, and condenses. Convection currents in the atmosphere are ruled by the same process that sends bubbles rising rapidly through your boiling pot of water. Without convection, we wouldn't get those big, billowy, cauliflower-looking clouds we see during afternoon thunderstorms. As the process of convection proceeds and intensifies, cumulus clouds move through different stages of growth, the smallest being cumulus humilius, the middle stages of uh, mediocris and congestus, and the final form of cumulonimbus, the one that we associate with thunderstorms. And then a little graph of all the clouds. and says, hope you like it. Love you, Miller. Thank Um, you, Miller, for knowing so many things about clouds. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Miller. Now... I think I can honestly say that I don't understand it better now. Yeah. Um. But I think I think if Miller were telling me and like emphasizing the words in a way where it's like, oh, okay, I could follow it. I think a cold reading of the facts is like not helpful. <laughs> um,
0: you want me to do it in a funny voice?
1: I mean, I want you to do it, but not the whole thing again. <laughs> Like another forty-five <laughs> seconds, you reading about cloud information?
0: But this is the time in a funny voice. Whoa!
1: Okay, try it again. Try it again.
0: No, I have another email open okay, already. Fine, I could read that one in a funny voice. Oh uh,
1: yeah, uh, only if it's my mom.
0: It's from your mom. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Doc and Sarah.
1: That's how she talks.
0: As a generous supporter of the pod, I was pleased to get uh, the new bonus episodes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. i I liked both a lot
1: okay hold on (laughs) i'm gonna stop you what what are you going for i don't know okay cool keep going then (laughs) see if you find it
0: it's kind of like um i think what i'm going for auditorily is like visually if you've got like um maybe like an image and you take like the smudge tool and you kind of wiggle it across Mm. but i'm doing that with the my voice when
1: you get hit by lightning in Mario Kart. And it makes like the sound wiggly. Okay. Okay. We're going to respect my mother now. So please read the rest of the email in a normal way.
0: Okay. Mom liked new bonus episodes. She nice. says, uh, especially enjoyed the Vertellis because I bought Evan the yes. game. So validation. Nice. Thank you. And the answers were revealing, but not intrusive. Oh, You both seem to be enjoying yourselves on both 37 and 38 I would encourage everyone to subscribe so they can enjoy the great content, too.
1: That's patreon.com slash joke doctor. Thanks, Mom.
0: I also be responsible if there are no emails. Shrugging emoji. Love, Mom.
1: When did she send that email?
0: Seven days ago.
1: Okay, cool. I <laughs> d- Because I'm going to...
0: Did you talk to her recently? I
1: did talk to her recently because I saw her recently. I want to wait for the emails to come in. I asked both Mom and Charlotte to send emails mm-hmm. because they went to see Barbie together. <gasps>
0: <laughs> that's wild yeah, <laughs> um
1: yeah so they I introduced them uh when I was in Connecticut most recently because Charlotte just happened to be in Connecticut at the same time mm-hmm. uh and so they met my parents and my mom was like I want to see Barbie and Charlotte was like I also want to see Barbie and I was like I've seen it <laughs> so maybe you two could go and they were like yeah okay so they did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they did they went like that's crazy. They didn't, they were planning on going like the day after, but they ended up going, uh, I think, last week, mm-hmm. which was very cool. And they like both dressed up in cute outfits. Did you not see the pictures?
0: I think you put on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you just forgot. No. <laughs> just, no, um, I,
0: I remember. Uh, they were wearing cute outfits. It was a really
1: authentic reaction just then.
0: <laughs> you don't know what it's like in my head. You don't know what I remember.
1: You're so right. You don't know what I know. I really don't sometimes. Um,. <laughs> What's the? Do we have another email? Because we're 11 minutes in, so no, I'd love those, to get to the Those
0: jokes. are the only emails I have.
1: Amazing. Thank you both. I was Boy, actually visiting Miller when I got the first saxophone, so shout out to Miller for putting me to in Miller. that
0: position. Also shout out to Miller for offering to help me when I was stuck in Pennsylvania. What a good friend. What a good friend. I had things taken care of, but it was fine. It was, okay. it was still very nice, and I appreciate it. So shout out to Miller.
1: Shout out, Miller. Shout out to my mom for giving birth to me all those years ago.
0: And shout out to Labor Day, the day where all the moms give birth. Oh,
1: congratulations, moms. My mom did other. actually
0: almost give birth to me on Labor Day.
1: Yeah, she missed, though.
0: Yeah, she did. And tried again a couple a days long later. a series of missed. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Uh, speaking of Labor Day. First joke. What is the most appropriate holiday to have a baby on? Labor Day. Labor Day. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we need a little theme. Just
1: yeah, that's fine. A little, Just,
0: little, a little joke that go with the day.
1: Speaking of Labor Day, that one works.
0: Yeah. 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 When it shouldn't be.
1: Yeah. Well, th- I don't. I don't think I have anything to say about that one. Other than it's like, it's one of those ones that's like too obvious, right? Where mm-hmm. like, like if you can imagine someone thinking Labor Day is in celebration of the act of being in labor, Mm -hmm. which I could absolutely understand someone thinking that.
0: (laughs) It's like Mother's Day 2.0. Exactly.
1: They're trying to call Mother's Day Labor Day um, because they want to reduce women to... It's exactly... It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Be more
0: inclusive of birthing parents. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And so you reduce them just to the act of giving birth.
0: (laughs) What if it was birthing day? Whoa. Birthday, even. Mm, Birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's a
1: birthday where you celebrate your parents and you thank them for having birthed you. Yes. Or you don't.
0: If you're adopted.
1: Depend. Oh, I was going to say depending on (laughs) if you like them. So kind of both. (laughs) Kind of both, depending on how you ended up being adopted. Let's do the next joke.
0: What's worse than raining cats and dogs?
1: Labor Day. Wait. What's worse than raining cats and dogs? Raining monarchs. Like butterflies? Yeah. But also like... Because monarchy is bad. Mm
0: -hmm. I saw butterflies at the fair yesterday. Okay. (laughs) I saw a monarch butterfly in Thornton Park the other day when I was eating lunch with my sister in the park. All right. Just letting you know. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. Yep.
1: You're right. Sometimes I don't know what's going on in your head.
0: (laughs) It's how I keep things fresh. Yep. Yep. You never know what to expect. I
1: never really. know what to expect. Keep
0: you on your toes. So
1: it happens, and I'm not surprised, <laughs> but I don't know what's com- what's gonna come next. Um, I'm
0: just giving you a little variety in your what's life. What's worse than
1: raining dogs and cats? Cats and dogs. Is it like? Is it a different weather thing? Like s- s- yes. Like hailing.
0: Uh huh. It is hailing. But what is hailing? Hailing
1: taxis. Uh huh. Okay, cool. That's fine. What's yeah. worse than raining?
0: Hailing taxis, yeah, that would be terrible if taxis were flying out of the sky. But hey, free car!
1: I feel like the best way to do that joke is to like not necessarily tie it to like I think you could do it without tying it to cats and dogs. But if you just like, I'm imagining like a like a Chiron going around along the bottom of a news screen that mm-hmm. says "Unbelievable weather phenomenon hits New York City: Hailing taxis." <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. That would be like in like Bojack Horseman. Oh, that's
1: what I was thinking. I yeah. was picturing that. Because I've been watching that again recently. Oh yeah. I started watching a lot of like Bojack Horseman video essays on YouTube. And then I was like, mm, this is not as good as just watching the show. So yeah. I started watching the show and I was like, Yeah, this is better. Yeah. But I was watching this one video that was like it's like five three hours long, five hours long. <laughs> it's crazy long. I did not make it even close to all the way through. But it was like, it's, it's called like Why Bojack Horseman is the Best Thing That Ever Happened or whatever. And I got like, I think into the second or third season maybe. And I just kind of was like, I don't think they're actually explaining why it's good. I think they're just recapping it. <laughs> and like talking about how they like it or don't like it. <laughs> Which the fact that it took me that long to get into realizing mm-hmm. that kind of explains yeah. like was that how, like a
0: whole hour into that video? Yeah.
1: yeah. Cause I was like, I was just having it on. I wasn't like watching it super closely, mm-hmm. but, cause then I watched someone else do like actually good shorter essays about like w- the themes of an episode and why it's important to the series and why it's good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. They're actually saying <laughs> something. <laughs> these, these other two people were just making a video about a thing they like. Mm-hmm. And that's important, mm-hmm. is there's a difference between talking about why something works and just recapping the thing that happened. Also, that is something that's good to keep in mind when you're telling a story, because sometimes you tell a story, or sometimes I tell a story, sometimes all of us tell a story, and we get into a a couple of paragraphs, and we're just like, this isn't interesting. I am just talking about the thing that I, like, I, I I will realize, oh, there isn't a punchline here. I don't know why I'm saying it, and then I start feeling bad. But, you know...
0: I think, I think if you're telling a story like that and at the end of it you recognize, you're like, there isn't really a point to this, I just wanted to share,
1: mm-hmm. then I
0: feel like that's acceptable. Yeah.
1: I think you do have to- you have That's to, how you bring it back around. Yeah. Because then it becomes, then that itself is funny. Yeah. You know?
0: Because some people aren't asking like, okay, so why did you tell us this?
1: I do What's often- the point? I do often feel that way.
0: Sometimes I just wanted to say some things. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to share. Yeah. That's almost my default state. I just want to share. Just want to share? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I was recently hanging out with some people who uh, also have that condition. and <laughs> it's not and a it, condition. Huh? Not a condition. I know, it's, it's autism. <laughs> 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 no, but I, the, the way that you do it is different because you're more often sharing things about like your life. Mm. And a lot of people are just like, I'm gonna share a thing about information that I have learned. And it's like, It's cool to learn information, but I was thinking about this the other day. I love to
0: info dump about myself.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's your special interest is you. you. Yeah. and I know me best. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And shouldn't everyone else? (laughs) So it's like, I was thinking about this. Sometimes when I'm in a conversation, I don't want to learn anything. Mm -hmm. I am not in the conversation to acquire new information. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. having a good time chatting. <laughs> um, and it like it put it into perspective. I was like, oh, okay, there sometimes people like their way of communicating is just to share information and not to entertain. Mm-hmm. And for me, if I'm talking to someone, I usually want to be entertaining them in some way. And if I have to share inter- uh, share information, I want to make it entertaining as well. Mm-hmm. which I don't know. Maybe I'll talk to my therapist about that. Because I don't know if that's necessarily like normal or healthy, but it does make me a lot of friends. Yeah. So.
0: You have a lot of friends.
1: I do. So folks, just make sure that if you're telling a story, uh, you try to make it entertaining.
0: Yeah. And then ask your therapist if that's right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ask your therapist if being funny is right for you. (laughs) Uh, Because I might not be.
0: (laughs) Your next session, you just play part of the podcast for your therapist.
1: What do you think? You like it, right? (laughs) What about the jingles? Um, (laughs) I do. I mean, I think honestly, a lot of people recognize this, but then they like you. They they get to the end of the story that they realize is boring, and they say, "Thanks for listening to my TED talk." Yeah, you know, and it's just like, but I've heard that before. I've heard someone say that before, and it doesn't make your story funny. Just be
0: strong enough to admit that your story didn't have a point.
1: Exactly. If you can just say. That was boring. I'm done talking. I do. I often say I'm done talking now.
0: Mm-hmm. I do like I like that. I like to give like a clear like, OK, I'm done. Especially like if I'm in like a group of with people that like to interrupt a lot mm-hmm. and I want to finish saying my thing, I'll get a little snippy I know. and then they'll they'll shut up and then I can finish saying my thing and then I can say, OK, now I'm done. You all can do your talking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's called taking turns.
1: It is called taking turns um, and it is not. Always the normal default for group conversations, which is why you got to hang out with people who just share information because they are, they're like, this is the format of conversation that I'm into, which is I talk for a while and then you talk for a while.
0: Yeah. Except for sometimes, like, if I'm talking to somebody who's like, their thing is sharing information, it feels like when somebody is reading the rules for a board game mm-hmm. and I know they're saying things and I'm sure it's very interesting, but I'm not retaining any of it. Yeah. It's um, true. I feel a little bad about it, but also, like, I can't. That's not how I absorb information.
1: Mm-hmm. It's tough because you got to keep that in mind where it's like, maybe that's how they're seeing my explanation of information and that's why they're interrupting. Yeah. You know? So, conversation is difficult, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like I've almost perfected it. Do you want to move to the next joke or the next segment?
0: The next joke Where do ghosts prefer to swim?
1: Ghosts. hmm.
0: Where they really like to swim. Blub blub.
1: About six feet deep?
0: No. Mm. Uh, you can't swim in the ground.
1: It's no no. water goes deep too. No. Yeah, like six feet deep in a pool? Does <laughs> that sound familiar to you? No. No, it doesn't. No, I can't go that There's far. There's no way you've ever been that deep in a pool.
0: No, the water goes over my head. and gets yeah. too scary. I'm not a strong enough swimmer.
1: Right. Literally. A ghost's favorite place to swim, the Boozian. The what? The shin, The, g- the um, Spirit Airlines. No, that's a flight joke. Um, I don't know how to approach this. Is it like a ghost-related... Is it a ghost word mingled it's with... a scary word. A scary word mm-hmm. mingled with...
0: A body of water.
1: That's what I thought. Spooksy.
0: Spooksy? Spooksy. That's like a cute way of saying spooky.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're so Spooksy. <laughs>
1: Shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, body of water pool, ghoul? No. Is it just the ghoul pool? Uh-uh. The shallow end of the ghoul. <laughs> That's That That sounds like that would be the name of an episode on a ghost-related mm-hmm. like, teen show.
0: Teen show? Teen show. Total for, Drama Island?
1: Yeah, for teens. Um do you
0: remember Total Drama Island? I do. Do you watch that one? A little bit. It's a crazy show.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) the reason why I'm a good communicator is I know when people need to just say stuff (laughs) and I'm very good at listening to that (laughs) folks conversation tip just pay attention just be present and then you win just be present enough times and then people will love you Mm -hmm. that's literally all it is Um, that's
0: right teens stay off your phones
1: stay off your goddamn phones all the time my God I think I said that to my dad the other day because he is <laughs> I
0: know I, I go visit my parents and I'm like sitting on the couch like very present my phone's in my room and they're like scrolling
1: I was watching that damn news <laughs> I don't I don't care about this MNSBC or whatever you're watching at CNNNC and whatever okay I don't a ghost. I feel like this is probably easy if I just think about it, but yeah. I'm done thinking about it.
0: You want the answer? Yeah. A ghost prefers to swim in Lake Erie. Uh...
1: See, that's similar to Labor Day, where it's just sort of like it's. I would. I don't know. I guess. I guess I have to consider other people's brains, right? Mm-hmm. But when I see Lake Erie, I don't not think Erie, The word spooky. Spooky? Like, there's no way that I don't think that. Oh, so it's, like, it, not an interesting observation or joke.
0: joke, it is written as E-E-R-I-E. E-E-R yeah, of course. course it's, like, eerie. It's just E-R-I-E. Yeah. So it's the it's a scary lake.
1: It's not compelling. Um, I think it would be compelling if you could do all of the lakes, mm-hmm. you know, and make them all, like, Halloween-themed. And then, so you do all four, like... Lake
0: on Scario.
1: Yes. <laughs> lake... Boo-perior uh,
0: Lake Michigan <laughs> Well no <laughs> Well okay
1: So you do I'm On Scario Boo-perior Huron Your deathbed Erie and then Michigan <laughs> that's scary enough as it is (laughs) let's go to the middle section we're so close to what is normally the time when the podcast ends really so yeah let's let's just let it be a long one okay um
0: we didn't do one last week yeah
1: so we've got a lot of friend energy to keep we haven't hung out i know in a a while i know um
0: because you just got back yesterday and and i've been busy with my sister
1: you left ahead of time but before i left town as well So we were both in the southern United States. But yeah, not not hanging
0: out. Uh, My comedy uh, news is that I, for the third time, have seen a car around town that has a sticker on the back of it that says, You don't need four doors if you have no friends. And the car does have four doors. Um, but the first time I saw this car, I was driving and I wanted to take a picture, but I couldn't because I was driving and I thought, oh man, I'll never see this car again. Nobody will ever believe me that I saw the sticker on this car. And the second time I saw this car, Evan was with me. And I told him about the first time I saw the car and then the car drove away and I still didn't get to take a picture of it. And then just today I was eating ice cream and the the car, the car. It, it pulled into a spot across the street and parked, and the guy got out, and I was able to take a in picture. The
1: perfect position for you to take <sighs> a picture of it.
0: It was really the the that's uh, the end of an era, really. Um, it's a nice
1: little meat cute. You should have said hi.
0: No, okay. he didn't look that cute. Um. Wow. And <clears throat> I'm harsh. I'm only interested clearly in clearly got a funny sense of humor. I'm so. only interested in the sticker on his car. Mm,
1: I guess he's um, got enough friends. He doesn't need you.
0: Yeah. Uh, he also doesn't. Um, I don't know. He has four doors. Um. Anyway, that's my comedy news that I saw this car for a third time that I thought that I would never see again after the first time.
1: It's both comedy and news. <laughs> <nudes.
0: laughs> okay, now you can do your reviews. It's, well...
1: <laughs> So the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is a comedy arts and theater festival that happens once a year in August in Edinburgh, Scotland, and the uh, TV channel Dave, which is an actual channel in the United Kingdom, puts together a panel of comedy experts, and uh, they submit what their favorite jokes are. Uh, I don't actually know much about this process, but I have known that in the past... Uh, Tim Vine, my favorite comedian, has gotten some, uh, he's gotten some accolades. I believe one of them was, uh, I got rid of my Hoover. It was just collecting dust. A a great joke. But now I'm going to share with you what is the funniest joke of the Edinburgh Fringe this year, and I'm going to share it with you for a specific reason, and I want you to see if you can figure out what that reason is. Are you ready? Yeah. It's by Lorna Rose Treen. Oh, our favorite. Yeah. (laughs) From this, my phone. <laughs> uh, I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheetah.
0: That's the best joke. Now,
1: now, out of that whole thing. Yeah, you think that he, whole
0: festival? That's the best joke. That's
1: the one. It has at, number one. And here's a. Here's Is this a,
0: like in reverse order? Actually? Here's a
1: picture of her with an award. It's a glass. I don't like. I don't like that, that she got an Dave award on. for that. Yeah. So.
0: I won an award. I've told better jokes than that all <laughs> the time, told, even today. You've
1: told better jokes than that on this podcast episode specifically. Yeah. Lake um, Michigan.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was funny as hell. Um, but the thing is like a lot of these ones are not good. Like a lot of the top ten is not good. Number two by Liz Guterbach, the most British thing I've ever heard, a lady who said, Well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologize. Um, Amos Gill, number three. Last year, I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now.
0: Yeah, that's why you don't recycle jokes, mm. idiot.
1: Sikisa, Sikisa, I don't know this person, uh, but it's just one name. Uh, when women when women gossip, we get called bitchy, but when men do it, it's called a podcast.
0: Are we, Are is this gossip?
1: I guess it depends.
0: I guess it kind of is gossip right now, isn't it?
1: And we are gossiping at the moment. <laughs> Sorry, Sikisa, you're right. Um, <laughs> Masai Graham, who won the funniest joke award last year, I thought I'd start off with a joke about the Titanic, just to break the ice.
0: Okay, what is this? The year after the Titanic sank.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, like that joke works maybe in the in the thirties. I don't know. I want to see what. Can we see what he won for last year? Oh no, the 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 article that it links to just has the setup. I tried to steal spaghetti from the shop. And then I can't see the rest of the joke. <laughs> so I guess we'll never know. Write into joke. EDJDPodcast at gmail.com and submit what you think the punchline is for, I tried to steal spaghetti from the shop. And then we'll uh, we'll reveal the answer next week. Uh, Frank Lavender said, how do celiac Germans greet each other? Gluten tog
0: gluten talk
1: Roger Swift said my friend got locked in a coffee place overnight now he only ever goes into Starbucks not the rivals he's costaphobic
0: mm.
1: Costas a coffee shop Yeah band? I know yeah. I had Costa coffee
0: when I was okay. in Praha. It's Prague
1: Oh my god <laughs> Bennett Aaron when
0: I studied abroad <laughs> I
1: entered the I entered the How Not to Surrender Competition and I won hands down that's good. That's actually pretty. That's, the, that, that's maybe the first good one, that, and it's
0: eight. That should have been. That's. I think that this is a reverse order list.
1: It's really not. It's really not.
0: I think it should be. They gave that woman an award for the worst joke.
1: I think they might have put it in backwards. Mm. Like, I think that maybe they submitted it wrong. Nationwide must have looked pretty silly when they opened their first branch. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> William Stone they are getting better as we get closer to ten. my grandma describes herself as being in her twilight years which I love because they're great films it's Daniel Fox yeah I mean it really no, that
0: nationwide joke was funny
1: yeah it is it is so maybe we'll revisit maybe we'll do a bonus episode where we read some more Edinburgh fringe jokes um, but that's just like it's weird like it's genuinely strange and confusing that a cheetah, cheetah joke that isn't even set up
0: particularly well. Maybe that's the first time that joke was ever told there.
1: In the UK. In the UK. If that joke just hasn't made it to yeah. Scotland before. It okay. takes a
0: long time for things across cross the ocean.
1: Tell that to the Titanic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's at the bottom of the ocean. That it
1: didn't make it. Um, oh God. It's, it's, it's like... It must be like how sometimes the song is just not a hit mm-hmm. in some countries and it is hugely in another. Yeah. Just the market. That's It's really strange though. I was like, I feel like I must be missing something that she's doing in her set. Like maybe she has some sort of like weird sound cue that makes that joke not.
0: Or maybe like there's a, like a different like story that happens before. Right. And so in the full context, maybe it is very funny. Yeah. But without the context and just this list. It's like, okay, I heard that joke ten years ago.
1: Yeah. And it was old then. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Why did the farmer bury all of his cash?
1: Was he investing in his stocks? No. Stalks?
0: No. Goofy.
1: He wanted to grow stalks of stalks stocks of corn. It's nothing like that. Mm-mm. Is it something to do with banks? Like Mm-mm. the banks of something? He was trying to make his cash cold and hard.
0: No. That's if he put his money in the freezer.
1: Yeah. But I mean, they used to use ice boxes and stuff like that. So maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Tell me what this is. Because if it's not stocks and stocks, like.
0: It's to ensure he had rich spring soil. Rich? Yeah.
1: Spring? Mm -hmm. Spring doesn't need to be in there. Get spring the hell out of there. (laughs) Just say rich soil. How do you know what
0: season the soil's rich in? You're
1: right. You're right. And that is crucial to making the joke (laughs) work. Because if you said rich soil, you'd be like, okay, but you don't need the soil in the winter. No, 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 no. It's in the spring. Well, you should have
0: said that. Yeah. Obviously. Exactly.
1: Spring. Oh, my goodness. Like, I just think that's like, it's such a boring joke. Like, it's just tough. A lot of the jokes that we've done today have been based off of homonyms Mm -hmm. rather than homophones. Um, Or I guess homin.
0: Or homophobes.
1: Huh. Um, (laughs) With your gay ass. Um, So (laughs) I think that... um, (laughs) It's just like all these gay people sound alike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With their sleigh and their yass. I'm
1: not being homophonic. Um, (laughs) So I think that like a joke where it's just, yeah, rich means two things. Like it's boring. Like if you like you you can't not be immediately connecting those things unless you're approaching it from like an obtuse angle or whatever, where it's like you dig in the ground and you find treasure, you say a rich soil, you know, like you just have to do something mm-hmm. much more casual. Like that's that's the the thing that makes jokes like this work is when you just kind of throw it. Like like there are different ways of telling jokes. And sometimes you just launch them at someone you just like tell the joke at someone and that's like how a lot of stand up works mm-hmm. but there's like a big difference you can tell a lot of the times between like a comfortable stand up and a not comfortable stand up and one who is uncomfortable will tell the joke and just sort of like sit there and like wait for the laughs to happen and a more confident one will tell the joke and then they'll sort of like they'll behave as if they're going into the next thing or they're they're thinking about the next thing they're going to say even if it's all Scripted. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're giving the impression that you don't need people to laugh, mm-hmm. right? And so if you do a joke in a sort of deadpan, if you're deadpanning for gold, for example, you can say rich soil and just throw it away. Like you, you're you leaving the joke behind you for the people to get. Um, next joke, please.
0: What's the best clothing to wear when you're trying to run away?
1: Ugh. trying to run away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, something you don't want to be cotton
0: what what (laughs) yeah that's not the answer but that is good
1: oh my god that's there's no way whatever it is is better than that Uh, there's no way what is it i don't it's a fleece fuck off (laughs) okay that's actually not that bad um wow (laughs) i didn't think that that was that came out so cleanly yeah yeah i gotta put that in my fucking repertoire i i didn't (laughs) i've never thought about how that would work because I was immediately thinking cotton, but I was thinking cotton sheep lamb on the lamb on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, something you don't want to be cotton. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's funny.
1: Oh my god, this is this is why I laugh at my own jokes because <laughs> they surprise me. They come out and I'm like, oh shit, what? That worked. I'm I'm in awe. There's two guys up in here. Two guys? Yeah, one of them's me and the other one's also me, uh-huh. but just a little bit behind. Um, <laughs>
0: you have a slow guy up there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a walking meme because there's two me's back to back. Um, let's do the last joke.
0: The Ziggy joke?
1: Um, if you want to do Ziggy, let's go to Ziggy. Okay. But it's not a Ziggy joke, It's not
0: it? Ziggy anymore.
1: I have to change the jingle.
0: The Ziggy's been renamed to Computer. I don't know why. <laughs> I just came home and that's what it was called.
1: For, oh. for context, Ziggy is Ziggy jokes are from Sarah's parents' Alexa, mm-hmm. and the Alexa has just been named Ziggy. Maybe computer is a harder word
0: for the kids to say? It's not. No? No. Okay. My kids are very smart. Wow.
1: Give us some
0: Ziggy! Hi, excuse me.
1: Uh, Ziggy is not called Ziggy anymore. It's actually called computer, so you have to change the jingle. Sorry. Uh, take care. Oh. Okay. Uh... Jokes from the computer, jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes?
0: The joke is, what happens if you cover a tennis racket in ice cream?
1: You cover a tennis racket in ice cream? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, man. Sunday split, 15, love, 30, 40, bagel, net. What?
0: You're just saying words. No,
1: those are all tennis terms. <laughs> okay,
0: um, bagel. Yeah,
1: it is. You'd be surprised. You wouldn't know. Um, True. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
0: If you cover a tennis racket and ice cream,
1: oh, soft serve. You
0: get soft serve. Okay. And that's the computer Ziggy joke.
1: I I don't I don't hate that. Um, because and here's why it works. Here's why it's it's acceptable is because if you had ice cream on a tennis racket, you would not hit the ball as hard. It would literally be a softer (laughs) serve. And I don't think they're considering that when writing that joke, but Mm -hmm. that is true. Um, So that's not terrible. All right.
0: Best joke?
1: Best joke, honk joke.
0: Honk joke, bonk joke. The
1: honk joke and the bonk joke. The honk joke, cotton.
0: Cotton, And
1: And also Lake Michigan. Um, Bonk joke, the fucking Edinburgh Fringe one. Yeah. My God. Arguably a worse, ge- it's like, it's really so bad because like, it's it's one of those, it's like, um like Friday by Rebecca Black, mm-hmm. right? It's really bad, but it's also a teenager who's kind of being taken advantage of by this song company that yeah. makes bad songs. It's not the worst song there is, mm-hmm. but it's going to be ranked as way worse because more people know about it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was produced by like, Adults, it's not this kid doing this thing, yeah, right. And so, this cheetah joke is like that would suck, but it doesn't make me mad Mm -hmm. except for the fact that it was rated so highly, yeah. So, it's the fact that anyone thinks that joke is worth noting in a positive light as being told by a professional comedian at a comedy show Mm -hmm. is like bonkers. Also, Alice Fraser, friend of the pod, performed at Edinburgh French. Mm My friend who I went to see that Toronto Blue Jays game with Sophie, uh, Sophia mm-hmm. also was at Edinburgh Fringe stage managing a show. That's cool. And it was wacky and I'm very excited to hear about it um, because the show was not done. <laughs> but we're here but we'll hear all about that at another time. <laughs> Anything else, edjdpodcast.gmail.com. at gmail.com if you want to email us patreon.com/ joke doctor if you want to listen to more of this,
0: be like Evan's mom. Be a subscriber to our Patreon. Yes. Be like Evan's dad. Be a subscriber to our Patreon.
1: Shout out to my family. Be like
0: Evan's sister Lynn. A subscriber to our Patreon.
1: Be like Evan's sister Randa made me some cheeseburgers the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Be like Evan's sister Sasha. Sasha and be a very talented poet who just started a poetry fellowship at emory and that's why i was in atlanta congratulations dragon con because i'm not a fucking nerd
0: congratulations to sasha
1: congratulations sasha that's the end of the podcast find me online by searching evan dm find sarah at sarah A B T W, and that's sarah with an h as always before the podcast ends right before it ends we say if it ain't joke
0: don't fix it goodbye